listening to the Downtown Community Church Podcast. My name is Delaney Stoner, and I'm the Families Director here at DCC. DCC is located in downtown Tallahassee, Florida, and our heart is to reach the city by loving God, making disciples, and being great neighbors. We'd love to have you join us as we gather each Sunday at 9.15 and 11 a.m. If you would like to make a financial contribution, learn more about DCC, or contact us, please visit downtowncommunitychurch.com. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon and thank you for being a part of our mission as we continue to spread the gospel to Tallahassee and beyond. Good morning, my name is Ben and I have the pleasure of introducing um, a guy who is making his downtown community church preaching debut, world premiere, yep, yep, thanks, appreciate that. Well, I don't. He appreciates that. Um, you might not be that excited after the service. Just kidding. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, he has done so much work. We've done run through after run through, and I'm so excited. Let me just tell you a little bit about Mark. He's going to tell you about himself. But before he gets started, um, you will not meet a more genuine, caring person than Mark Kardashian. That's not his real last name. But you, I'm telling you, you will not meet a nicer guy. You will not meet a guy who cares about you more, who will give you anything and everything that he has. He is one of the most genuine and caring people, and I'm so excited to see um, him preach this morning. So if you were walking up, I would say, welcome up my good friend, but like, welcome up my friend who's already on stage, Mark Kanjin Kardashian. Awesome. <laughs> Well, good morning, DCC, and uh, Ben, thank you very much. Uh, if we have not yet had the opportunity to meet, like he said, my name is Mark Kanjan, and also, as Ben likes to call me, Mark Kardashian. I do have a few other nicknames in my arsenal that I have been given, like Marky Mark, um, Marky, Marcus, Marcus Aurelius. I am not the one to easily be offended by nicknames, so if you are able to come up with one, I would love to hear it after the service. Um, but to really quickly just give you a brief background on myself, just so you uh, have an idea of who I am. I got um, a couple things I'd like to tell you, but in July 9th, 2014, and approximately uh, 7 p.m. is when I decided to give my life uh, to the Lord. Uh, when I made that decision at the beginning of 2015, I then made the decision to move out to uh, California and attend Calvary Chapel Bible College. Uh, shortly after that, and shortly after, I mean, two years later exactly, I came back to Tallahassee and attended DCC. DCC was actually the first church I attended when I got back in town. Uh, and if I can remember that correctly, I believe it was February 5th, 2017, was the first Sunday here. Uh, so I want to take a second and brag about that because I have not missed a Sunday service since then. With the exception of a couple months ago, I was sent down to Orlando for training um, and ever since then, I've been here. So um, moving forward with that, my time here at DCC, I have volunteered in a few different places, one of them being um, the guy who operates the slides. So um, if you were ever um, here around that time and the slides messed up, it was my fault. I apologize. Uh, I would always hide behind the desk back there because you all would turn around and look to see who was operating that. That was me, but you wouldn't know it because I was hiding. Um, from there, they realized that we need to get this guy off of the slides, so let's put him at the front door welcoming people. Um, surely he can do that. And uh, I think I did that just fine. I'm not quite sure, but uh, you know, standing there smiling, I got to meet a lot of you, and that was such a pleasure. 
in such a great way to just start a lot of awesome friendships here. Uh, from there, I moved my way up to uh, leading the ushering team, and I no longer do that now. We now have Matt Ellison, who's doing a great job with that, and now in my time, I am serving here as your director of connections and volunteers. So any way that you're looking to get involved here at DCC, whether it be through a community group, um, serving with... Uh, one of our many ministry opportunities that we have, or just getting plugged in with serving. Um, I would love to speak with you about that and get you connected. Um, Now, I want to tell you a little fun fact about myself, because I don't want to come up here and just be completely serious. That will be uh, when I have a few more uh, services under um, um, uh, my belt with that as well. But I am actually a picky eater, okay? So what that means is that I'm the guy you want to invite out to dinner, all right? Not over for dinner. And the reason being is because I am most likely not going to like the food that you make me. Uh, it's not to be rude. It's not to um, say your cooking is terrible. I'm sure your cooking is great. Um, but that is just how God made me. And then how he develops me throughout the years moving, the years moving forward, I'm sure hopefully I will be blessed with liking more things to eat. The worst thing I have ever eaten in my life, um, I'm sure a lot of you will disagree with this, is an onion. I do not like onions in the least. I think they are the worst thing on the planet. Um, There's a lot that you could say is worse than an onion. I will like happily and very quickly disagree with you on that. In fact, out in California, there's this little restaurant, you guys may have heard of it, called uh, In-N-Out. If you've ever ever had the uh, pleasure of eating there, it is an awesome place to go grab a quick burger. Um, But what they do there is they cook their patties on the same grill in which they grill the onions on. Uh, That, for me, is a no-go. I do not like that. So that means two things. Once when, um, or one of them being, whenever I got my burger, that there might be some onion juice on the patty, uh, or if I got really lucky, there would be a piece of an onion whenever I took a bite into a burger, and that was just not good. So they quickly got to know me there because I would be the one uh, who was the annoying customer. I would say, I have an onion allergy, which means that they would have to clean the grills for me uh, moving forward. I was that guy. I was the annoying one. Um, <coughs> but uh, it's not... Uh, uh, Burger King, but BK, have it your way, I guess, right? Um, <clears throat> but uh, anyways, so right now what we are doing is we are going through the book of James, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you about um, as we go through that today is our experience that, well, my experience that I had this past Tuesday night. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Who here has seen the show American Idol? Can you raise your hand? Who here has watched the most recent season of it? Awesome. I see a few hands out there. Um, do me a favor. Those of you who did not raise your hands, uh, don't judge me, and I will not judge you on missing such a wonderful show. Um, now, going to this show, when it started up this uh, past year, the day my roommates and I moved in, or the week, I should say, is when it booted back up. And ever since then, we've been very faithful in watching it uh, week to week. And it's been a great experience for us to just get to know each other a little bit better, um, bond together, and just have that time of fellowship. Uh, as the weeks went on, we uh, started slowly inviting our community group that we also have at our apartment. Um, they started joining in with us. And with that, we wanted to do Something that might be a little bit more than just, you know, come over, watch a show, and leave. We wanted to start 
making meals together. So that obviously meant a lot of Publix runs, a lot of uh, Costco runs at times as the group grew bigger. Uh, but that was always a pleasure and always a wonderful thing that we got to do because we got to share with community. Um, now, <clears throat> this past Sunday... Uh, was it this past, yeah, this past Sunday was actually the season finale. So that meant that we had to go all out with our last meal. So what did we do? We obviously, we went to Publix and we got the best thing that Publix has to offer. And that was register sausage. Uh, <laughs> hashtag God's meat. Um, so luckily for me, I have the pleasure and I'm afraid it blesses me than it does uh, more this guy. But I have the opportunity to meet with uh, uh, brother, uh, and I say friend, but guys, I like to call you all brothers, and um, sometimes ladies, I like to call you all sisters. But anyways, <clears throat> I have the opportunity to uh, meet with the brother and mentor him week by week. And so after we were done meeting this past week, him and I went to Publix, and we went to go get the groceries. Now, we're driving back, and we're super excited. We have uh, all the groceries we need. There's people coming over. And we get to grill, and that's the best part about it. So uh, before continuing, I want to tell you something about myself. Another thing you're like, man, you keep telling us about yourself. But it's okay. You get to know me. Um, when I'm expecting company to come over, the apartment is going to get cleaned. Okay? And now what I did not say is that the front door area is going to get cleaned. I didn't say the kitchen is going to get cleaned. I did not say the living room in which we will be doing the viewing is going to get clean. I said the apartment. So that means the entire apartment will be cleaned when you get to my, um, when you get to our place. All right. So, um, obviously everything's going to get clean. Even my bedroom, my bed's going to get made. The clothes are going to get thrown under the bed. Um, some stuff will get hung up and then as well, the Bible is going to get thrown onto my bed as well. Just in case you walk by my room, you know, I want to get the brownie points and the gold stars in your book because I do care what you think. Um, but we were expecting people to come over. So all that got done. Now, uh, if you come over to my house a little bit early and I'm not done cleaning, I'm going to do exactly this. I'm going to lead you into my house. I'm going to sit you on the couch. I'm going to get you a drink and then I'm going to ignore you. Okay. Cause you did the one thing a guest should not do. And that's arrive early. So I'm going to sit you on the couch. I'm going to ignore you. And I'm going to go back to cleaning and I will ignore you until the cleaning is done. And it is perfect to how I think it should be. Um, I'm a big fan of that. And slowly my roommates are jumping on board with me on that as well. Um, now, we get back to the apartment, and this is where things get out of hand. We get down, we have three gas grills, okay, three propane tank grills uh, down by the pool. Uh, one of the grills is completely missing a propane tank. And we've grilled down there before. Things have always been fine. Uh, one of the grills is missing a propane tank. The other two are just, were left on open, okay? Whoever used the propane tanks before us left the tanks on open. Um, for me, uh, if you cannot tell from my story, I like things to go as planned, okay? I was ticked, let me tell you. I was not happy, I was very angry about this, and in fact, I was so angry that the guy who I mentor, who I'm supposed to show a Christ-like example to, said, dude, I thought you were gonna grab that propane tank and throw it over the fence for like a solid man, I thought you were gonna do it. Um, I felt really bad after that because I did not do a good job of displaying um, a good Christ-like attitude to him. <clears throat> Um, but that's what I want to talk to you all about this morning is how do we deal with those situations when we come into, um, maybe a moment in our life or a time period, a chapter in our life where we run into uh, a time of anger, something that we have no control over. 
Okay. Um, oh, actually, I do want to add this real quick. I also did what any other passive aggressive person would have done. Um, I went down to the grills uh, after we went back up to the apartment. I walked back down there and I grabbed the two empty propane tanks. And like I said, any other p- passive aggressive person would have done. I, t- I took them and I set them right in front of the office doors of our apartment um, just so they know that they are empty. Um, but that was very passive aggressive. Uh, I did not handle that situation with grace and understanding. So, and like I said, that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. So before we go any further, I do want to take us into a time of prayer. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, this is such a uh, exciting uh, day that we get to learn about how to control our tempers and how we get to learn how to love others, Father, maybe through ways that we aren't really, um, uh, aren't, aren't really common to us, Father. I ask right now, is there's that one person in here that they may not know you, uh, or maybe that person in here who does have a, a struggle on their heart, maybe they're currently going through a chapter of their life where they need someone to reach out to them. I just ask that right now you will lay your hand on them and you will be with them. Father, um, and I also want to ask that you will be with me while I'm up here, that the words that are coming out of my mouth are not of me, Father, but of you. So um, we know that you are the one who saves, um, but we do love you in your holy name. Amen. Awesome. So if you could do me a favor, I have a few more things I want to say, but before I do that, if you have your Bible, go ahead and open up to James chapter one. Uh, we will be starting in verse 19 today. Um, but before we do that, um, we all, like I said earlier, we kind of all go through those situations, right, where we have these moments of anger, and they're not really just coming out of anywhere, right, coming out of nowhere. Um, we have those people in our lives who like to cause them. Uh, so one situation you could think of is we all know that person who is late for absolutely everything, right? Um, we... <laughs> I just saw someone point at their friend. That's very um, funny. Um, <laughs> that we all know that one person who is late for absolutely everything. Another situation for me that I can uh, think of for myself that I can relate to is that coworker, right? Not here at DCC, but back when I worked at a restaurant, um, I need to clarify that. But back when I worked at a restaurant, I had that one coworker who was always sick on every Saturday in the uh, semester of uh, fall. So during every Florida State football game, he was always sick. And I was kind of weird. Um, he would always, always, always uh, call out or he would call somebody to pick up a shift. And that was always frustrating. Um, and that led to obviously not some nice thoughts about that guy. Um, but that was before 2014, so I was not saved then. Um, maybe you have that boss that you work with uh, that has no clue what they're doing, and you can see it, and you're like, how in the world did they get this uh, management position? How are they doing what they are currently doing right now? I could do it better than they could. Maybe you have had that thought. Um, maybe it's something a little bit more serious. Maybe it uh, is a close friend of yours. Maybe it... Uh, it is a coworker. Maybe it's a sibling, um, your parents, maybe even your husband or your wife. For me, um, the more serious one I would say is my brother. Uh, my brother is somebody who is late to almost everything, but it is no longer something that makes me angry. It's something that's just kind of funny and that we make a joke. And I love him dearly. He's such a great guy. If you ever have the opportunity to meet him, um, I think you will see the same in him, um, the part of liking him, not being mad at him. Um, 
But isn't this true that the more stress that we have, the more relational friction that we cause? So in other words, what I'm trying to say is the more anger I have within me, the more it's going to affect the people around me. You guys ever run into that where you maybe hang on to something so dearly and, you're, you, and you shouldn't be, right? But you're hanging on to it to the point to where it is affecting absolutely everybody around you. And this is um, just a side note, but this is why one of the uh, greatest contributors to divorce is a financial issue. I, I, and I could tell you, I'm not married, but... Um, Whenever I am bad with my finances, it is something that weighs heavy on my mind. And so I can't even imagine what it's like in uh, a marriage. Holding on to something that stressful is absolutely going to play a part in your marriage. Um, When that happens, there's so much pressure that uh, we become less patient with people. And we like to... uh, hmm, fly off the handle with uh, the people surrounding us, maybe, right? That in, in it, like, we, we could go away from the marriage part I mean, with that, absolutely, but maybe it is with your roommates or your coworkers or um, just really close friends. Um, so what do we do with that? What do we do when we have a ton of pressure and a ton of conflict and we have no idea what to do? Uh, well, the good news is, let me tell you this, that we are not the first people to go through this situation. In fact, this is exactly what James is telling us about in the book of James chapter one, starting in verse 19. Um, and we will obviously be going through that, but thankfully uh, and metaphorically, I'm not the only one who grabs the empty propane tanks and walks them to the front of the office doors. Um, but in verse 19, we're going to read a very practical explanation on how to deal with this. In practical, I mean very easy. So if you have your Bible or your Bible app open, let's go ahead and start there. <clears throat> James 1.19. So know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I'm going to read that one more time. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Uh, everybody should be quick to listen and slow to speak. And notice that James, when he brings this up, he says, be quick to listen first and then slow to speak second. Um, This is difficult for a lot of us, especially us guys. So if you're a guy and you're in here, do me a favor, go ahead and raise your hand, all right? Every guy, raise your hand because there's not one guy who's absent from this. Um, Now do me a favor, point at yourself. All right, we need to be loud for this. I want you to repeat after me. I am slow to listen. Wives, you are welcome. Girlfriends, you are welcome. And single ladies, you are welcome. All right. <clears throat> Admitting it is the first step. That is perfect. But in reality, this is something that we all, men and women, actually struggle with as well. Um, so when you're at a football game and the ref makes a bad call, it doesn't matter what the situation is. If he made the bad call against your team, a bad call is a bad call. It doesn't matter if it's justified, um, but a bad call is a bad call. Maybe your roommate ate the Oreos that were hiding in your refrigerator, um, and you don't care. That, and by the way, refrigerated Oreos are the way to go. I know you doubt that. I know you doubt that, but you just you need to trust me. Just get a pack, grab five of them, stick them in a Ziploc baggie, and throw them in there, and then compare, but it is the way to go. 
ago. Um, but maybe your, your roommate ate those um, golden Oreos that were hiding in the fridge, okay? You don't care if he's going hungry. You don't care if he's actually broke. Um, in fact, in Matthew 25, 6, God send them into your eternal punishment and rain fire on them, okay? I love to recite that verse and do that. Um, maybe somebody left the propane tanks on at your apartment complex. It doesn't matter that they're forgetful just like the rest of us. It doesn't matter. They left them on. You can't grill. American Idol's ruined, right? Um, <laughs> you could tell I'm still salty about that one. Um, <laughs> maybe you just got into an argument with somebody. Maybe it's a little more serious. Maybe you just got into an argument with a friend. Maybe they just got fired from their job and they're starting to act different and it's bothering you, but you don't know that. Maybe you're getting upset with them because you don't know what's going on. Maybe, um, maybe they're going through a breakup. Uh, maybe they just received news that a loved one passed away. Or maybe they also received news saying uh, that their parents are filing for divorce. If you are anything like me, sometimes the reasoning just doesn't matter. That just as long as that we're the ones who aren't being affected by the tribulations and hardships, that um, anything else can happen to anybody and we'll be fine. Just don't let it come into my bubble. Um, so don't we do that sometimes when we let other people's um, tribulations get close to us, but we tend to push them away? Or, um, or maybe we go into a situation with them where we don't get the full clarity on how to handle um, or maybe be there for them. Um, so... What I want you to do is to realize this. Uh, I want to read it one more time. Verse 19, it says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Um, quick to hear, um, listen. Okay, so know this, my brothers and sisters, that we need to be quick to listen. Um, now, in fact, as Christians, we are uh, called to listen, right? And we are also called to give an undivided focus. That is exactly what that is saying. All right, you can listen to things all day long, right? Uh, have you ever listened to a song? And you're like, this is a great song. I just love the beat. And all of a sudden you like to go onto um, azlyrics.com and then you look at the words and then you give it your undivided focus. And you're like, okay, well, uh, this is not that good of a song, but judging by the lyrics. Um, now, with that, uh, we are slow to listen and quick to speak. And with doing that, I mean, and, and some of us, we are going to miss an opportunity to reach out to that person in which um, the Lord has probably put in our path for a reason. So what I want to do is encourage you to always give people your undivided focus when doing this. Um, now, uh, I know some of you in here may be thinking, well, I'm not quick to get angry. I'm not that guy or girl. Um, but I do think at times that we all have that tendency to, to get angry in one way or another. And if you're not that person to quickly express the anger to somebody specifically, maybe you are the person to uh, go around your, your work or um, the other family members and talk about that person behind their back and, and express your anger that way. Um, maybe somebody at your job just said something that really bothered you and you're the one who walks around the hall talking about them behind their back. Um, 
Now, what I want you to see with this is that we all deal with this um, in some way, and this is exactly what James is going to tell us, um, or how uh, what James is going to tell us and why it is such a big deal in verse 20. So if you will, we're going to go ahead and start there, verse 20 of uh, chapter 1. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It's a short verse, but it's so powerful. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Now, why is this important? Uh, I could go ahead and tell you one thing. Anger does not promote the beauty of God. Think about when you decided to give your life to the Lord. You did not give your life to the Lord um, with, you know, this guy's pretty cool. Sure, you, when, when, when I, on July 9th, when I gave my life to the Lord, I saw so much beauty in my heavenly father. I didn't have anger in me. I was very humbled that day, that throughout that whole day, Anger is not going to promote God's beauty. So we need to be careful and ask ourselves, is our life reflecting the effect of God's love and God's word? It's not an easy question to ask ourselves. When we look back at um, maybe yesterday or last week, Was I, was I being a good vessel for Christ? And that leads me into my next point that uh, the vessels that we are, the, the, the Christians that we are, we're vessels in this jaded world. All right, there's nothing we could do about that except to build the neighborhood in heaven. But you cannot do that with anger in your hearts, my brothers and sisters. So, um, meaning we are to be good examples of the fruits of the Spirit. So what are they? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Anger is not one of them. Okay? Anger is not a fruit of the Spirit. Um, In fact, anger is going to show that you have a lacking heart and anger. I so badly in my sermon wanted to say, um, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering for those of you who are Star Wars nerds. But um, yeah, good thing I didn't say that one. Good thing I, that wasn't even, I wasn't supposed to say that just now. Anyways, (laughs) Um, but we all have a lacking heart. We, We need more of God's love and just being religious is absolutely worthless. So think about that. If you have anger in your heart, that, I mean, look, we all do, okay? I'm not condemning you if you have anger in your heart. That's something that we all deal with. I think for me on a day-to-day basis, maybe even an hourly basis um, for that point. But if I have any love in my heart, if I'm going out to share the word of God with somebody, that is canceled out by anger. I can't, those things, they both can't coexist in my my body, in my heart, in my soul. It's very important that we deal with these things absolutely um, immediately. In fact, that's why so many people say to deal with anger um, in a way um, that is prayerful and to where you can have um, um, somebody maybe mentor you through or somebody you could go confide in. (laughs) 
not everything that we run into, every uh, situation we get ourselves into deserves a quick response. And uh, for me, I love to have the last say. I love to have the last word. Um, Coming here at DCC, that is something that I have learned a lot about is how to not be that person. And I love it because um, this church is pushing me. It's allowing me to grow, um, especially in the name of Jesus. Uh, but we don't always have to have the last say on something. And in fact, before you give somebody a piece of your mind, make sure it's not going to affect your peace of mind in the process because that is going to hinder your testimony, my brothers and sisters. Um, In fact, let's go ahead and move on to verse 21, the last verse that we will be going through today. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Um, As I did with the other two verses, let me read it one more time. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. You need to get rid of it. And receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. I think this is such a powerful verse. This means that we need to be able to recognize and we'll seek first. We need to seek and then recognize those things that are wrong, like uh, anger, lust. I mean, anything that's going to hinder our testimony of being um, a good example to somebody, we need to seek it, we need to find it, and we need to have it removed. Excuse me. Um, in fact, let me tell you, the other day I went into my room with a a brand new 20 gallon garbage bag. Okay. And I went in there with that saying, no matter what, I'm going to fill this bag up with just things that are taking up space in my room. Uh, I actually, (laughs) I did it. Okay. I filled it up really fast. 20 gallons is, is a, is a big garbage bag. Okay. I filled it up pretty quickly. Uh, However, I did not get rid of it. It is actually just sitting in the corner of my room still. And I'll go ahead and tell you when American Idol was at, um, or when we hosted it the other night, it was still there in the corner of my room. So when people went to go use my bathroom, they definitely saw that. And that was definitely embarrassing. Um, but for me, that's not good. Okay. I'm the kind of guy like, you know, that wants to have everything clean, put together, well organized, and I'm not the only one, right? Maybe you are, but there's somebody else. And that's God. Okay. If we ever get, uh, our mind or our hearts and we bring those things in that are just going to absolutely trash us or uh, as the Bible says, um, the wickedness. We can't have those things there and operate. Um, uh, how do I say this? I, we, we, we just can't display God's love while holding on to those things at the same time. And that's something that we need to be in prayer about constantly and wanting to deal with that. Um, in a sense, we all have that one bag in our, in our minds that we refuse to get rid of. We recognize that it's there, but we won't deal with it. Um, so how do we do this? I'm going to give you a really easy answer. And that is, you need to throw away the filth. Okay. That is a really easy answer. Uh, let me go into a little bit more context for you. Um, you need to realize you can't do it on your own. Uh, And you need to realize that God wants you just as you are, okay? In fact, Jesus says in Matthew 11, verse 28, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Don't try to fix yourself before going to Jesus. If you are not saved in this room, I need you to hear me right now. When I say say saved, I mean, um, if you're not a Christian, um, 
If you are not a Christian, what I want you to know is you do not have to be perfect. You do not have to say, I need to wait before I I get my life together before I can become a Christian. That's not the case. God wants you just as you are. Filthiness all over me the day I accepted Christ, okay? Stained. I was holding on to anger. I was far from being a perfect example. Um, what you need to do is you, you, you need to do what you can do. And when I say that, I mean, maybe go out and seek somebody to speak with. Find a mentor. Maybe talk with one of us here at DCC. We would love to talk with you. You need to do what you can do. And then you need to let God come in and do what only he can do, which is going to be a lot more than what you are able to do. Uh, And the other thing, and this might be coming as a surprise to some of you, but not all good things, uh, or or, or maybe sometimes we need to throw away the good. And the reason I say this, because not all good things are God things. In fact, Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. Just because it's a good thing does not mean it's a God thing. Um, My friends, we are here on this world, like I said, in a very jaded world, and you might have that trash bag in the corner of your mind, but this is something that you need to deal with because this is something we all do. If you are having that bag in the corner of your mind, just and, and you recognize the things that are going wrong, the things that are hindering your testimony, and you leave it there, it's going to come back. That bag is still in my room. I knew, I was fully aware that I was going to come up here and preach to you this morning, okay? And that bag is still in my room, so I'm one to talk, right? Um, But in that bag, if I don't get rid of that bag today, in fact, I am going to do it. uh, There's a lot of things in that bag that aren't even garbage. There are things that friends have given me in the past, um, things that I just like found the other day when I was going through my room. Uh, but I will never pay no mind to them. So I need to get rid of them, okay? Because it's just taking up space. It's creating clutter. If you hang on to the things that are going to hinder your walk with the Lord and your testimony with people, it's going to come back eventually. And I am not telling you to suppress these things. I'm telling you, I'm not telling you, okay? This is what James is telling us. He's not saying suppress these things. He's saying to get rid of, to throw them away, all right? You need to give this to the Lord because this is nothing that we could do on our own. So I wanna close with this, saying we are called to live lives that display faith. And faith starts with what? with listening, okay? You can't talk and listen at the same time, even though you think you are the one exception. Um, the Bible is a promise of God. Okay, this, this is God's promise, and this has the full ability to save your soul, as it says in verse 21, okay? Um, what I wanna do now is go into a time of prayer with you guys. And what I want you to do is just go ahead and um, let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes.